Super grateful to you making us the number one podcasted morning show in all of Central Florida. That's a pretty big deal. And today we talked about Ashley's huge fish she caught this weekend. Oh, that was so fun. You know, when you're reeling one in, you're like, all right, got one. That's all I needed. It was a pretty good size snook. And while she was doing that, we caught up with CMA nominee Ashley McBride, who's got a number one song on the radio. And you've got to be able to relate to this. When you end a series on Netflix or any series for that matter, do you get a feeling of sadness? Like, oh man, what do I watch next? Well, Obi talked about that and that's all in the Obi and Ashley podcast. It starts right now. Wow. Okay. So what a weekend as we find ourselves here on this Tuesday. It is Ashley, myself. We've got our morning show producer Chloe in here. And can we send the national anthem out to hospitality? Because as we start to talk about who we're going to send this out to, Ashley's like, oh, well, let's send it out to the waitresses and the hosts and the waiters because this Labor Day weekend, you know, just everywhere was packed. Yeah. And you know what? It's kind of it's a good sign in my perspective. People have different opinions, but a great sign. People are kind of getting back to normalcy and they're feeling more confident going out. The fact that these waitresses, these restaurants, these hostesses are making money again. Uh, Labor Day weekend was a good sign of that. Yeah. Who else did you give love to as well? Because The theme parks were at capacity as well. Okay. So that's why we, we, we made it broad. We said, man, let's send it out to hospitality in general because, yeah, theme parks were on fire. It, it's just, you're right. I'm going to take it back to what you said. It's nice. It's a good feeling. So the, regardless where you fall in the spectrum of, oh, my God, should we be getting together or should we not? It's nice to see people out. Absolutely. So this morning, to you, hospitality specialists, because that's what we do best here in Central Florida, the national anthem from Obi and Ashley. Obi and Ashley, K92.3, Orlando's number one for new country. All right, so here we are. It's week three of us giving away country stimulus stash money. So the way that it works is if you're just joining us, we've given away $5,000 every single day. And the way that we do it is we part it out. So you get your first set of $1,000 at 8 a.m. with us, and then continuously throughout the day. Which, after this weekend, you might need that money, for sure. Oh, yeah, with Labor Day? Yeah. Uh, let's jump right into that, because Ashley here posted some uh, pictures, and I really want to thank you for being an open book on Facebook and on your social <laughs> medias, because, it well, it is fun. It's fun to catch up with you and your hubby when you guys go on the boat, and you guys hit the water, and Ash, man, this fish that you had in your hand. That was so exciting. I've been wanting to get a big, big fish, and it's not even like it was huge, but it was a good-sized snook. And just, like, reeling a big fish in, you know, when they put up, like, a little bit of a fight, and you got to kind of, like, wait for it. Yeah, and a snook is a good a good fighting fish. Yeah, tired yeah. out a little bit, but our friends that we were with, um, Josh, he, like, fishes all the time. It's, like, his second, second job almost, you know, but... He put me like right on the spot. He's like, "All right, you're gonna you're gonna throw the bait, like get it under the dock right over there." He's like, "Something's gonna bite. This is good. Like he knows all the spots of where we were. So yeah, got, got a good snook. Got and it was like it only takes one for me. Like you know, I'm, I'm like <laughs> I just need one. That's it." <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so, what what else did you do this weekend? I mean, what what's uh, so? First of all, hold on. Let's let's get to this part of being on the boat with somebody else. Do you offer help? Like, do you cut bait? Do you do you rig your own line? I can put yeah, I put my own bait on, but he he's like so like he just gets to it. Yeah, he kept doing it. Well, and a lot of times, so so even though I know how to do that, and so with certain saltwater rigging, like I don't know how to do, you know, and some of these guys, I think they like it. It's like the, it's oh, yeah. their moment of. Uh, it's their time to shine. Totally. So they jump into action and they rig that stuff up. And when he was like a really good teacher, because Matt, Matt's fine too. But you know, when it's like your spouse 
or significant other trying to teach you something. I don't want to hear from them. <laughs> I don't want to hear from you. Or, yeah, it's just like not the same. But, yeah, Josh, she was really, really good at just sh- showing me how to do a certain type of cast to bounce the bait and the bounce the fish. We were using pinfish to get it to the right spot you wanted at. Okay. So, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. He, it was good. Okay, very fun. So what happens with the fish that you caught? So uh, so uh, with a certain fish, for the, for those of you who don't know, for certain fish, there's a season for them. Right. So like snook, there's a season for them. Well, we would have, like, I would have not kept that anyways. Like, like I release, like, all the fish I catch. I don't. Yeah, even if it's a grouper or, maybe, or maybe red snapper. Maybe if it or... was. I mean, they keep them. They definitely cut up some. But no, isn't it? First of all, somebody asked me that on Instagram about the snook. If if we caught it, it looked like some good eating. I was like, I've never eaten snook before. I don't well, know that that's a common fish you eat. Well, and that's why, like, for certain, uh, yeah, for saltwater, I got to go with certain people who know what they're doing because I, <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I don't know which fish are keepers too. Some guys are like, eh, that's enough. Oh, the measurement. Yeah, yeah. Some guys, oh, that's 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 fine. Well, and I could be totally wrong about the snook eating. Maybe it's great. I have just never had it. I've never sat down at a restaurant and be like, yep, I'll have the snook. It's always hmm. been like mahi or grouper, like you said. Okay. All right. Okay. So, you know, they say that the fish is better when you, like, it's it's freshly caught right off of that salt yeah. water. All right. So, while Ashley was slaying fish, we had a great <laughs> interview with our fellow CMA nominee, uh, Ashley McBride, who's got a massive song on the radio right now, and she was up for three CMAs. Yeah. And you know what else I remembered about her? I was like, oh, that's so awesome. Because she was supposed to be on tour with Luke Combs this year, so that would have been another huge moment for her. Cool. Well, up in 10 minutes, CMA nominee, Ashley McBride, here on Obi and Ashley. Obi and Ashley, K92.3, Orlando's number one for new country. So last week, especially the way that the week ended, was pretty significant uh, as the Country Music Awards were announced as far as the nominations. Now, that's a big deal in country music. It's almost like getting an Oscar. So we got nominated... And so did Ashley McBride. And Ashley, you missed this while you were fishing. Yeah. But being able to catch up with Ashley, who has won this before, it was pretty interesting. So she was supposed to be on tour this year with Luke Combs, too, which I know is a major, major thing that was supposed to happen. But 2020 kind of changed for everybody. So this is uh, you with Ashley on Friday, right? Yeah. Talking awards, her dog, and a new instrument she picked up. Good morning, Ashley. Hi, how are you? It is always a pleasure to talk to you. Let me just say that whenever we hear your voice, there's just a genuine, I don't know, just like a genuine feeling of fellowship. So it's good to hear you. It's good to hear you too. It's actually good to talk to almost anyone all of the time after having been in quarantine. (laughs) My dog even got tired of my voice. Oh my goodness. You know, let's. Uh, well, first and foremost, you know, I, I am going to ask you about the dog in, in a little bit. But first, I want to give you congratulations on the nomination. Uh, we know that this is nothing new to you, but still, it, it's still that good feeling, right? It is a wonderful feeling, and congratulations are in order for you as well. Yeah, thanks, thanks. That's why I, I, I throw it back in your court as we've been nominated for this again. There's just this feeling of like, okay, I'm still, I'm still in the game. Yeah, and this is only my second time to be nominated for for CMAs, so it still has that kind of taken aback thing when you hear it said on the TV or uh, on the phone. And you heard it three times. Yeah, I kept saying, um, "Did they just say my name again?" <laughs> and the first thing I heard was, uh, "I don't have regular TV; I only have like streaming." So. My girls were over, my girl crew, and we were having like a Chick-fil-A breakfast with each other. And Blakely was like, I'd like to watch uh, Good Morning America. She put it on and they started reading the nominations and I was like, oh, crap. And they did album of the year. And I said, did they just say never will? And the girls were like, yep, eat your chicken minis. <laughs> That's so interesting to be amongst your crew like that. 
you feel the look of uh, of love because they love you. They're your friends. Oh yeah, and we had an outing that we were doing uh, later that day, so it was it was just kind of luck that we were all together because it would have been just me and the dog. Uh, all right, okay, so let's get back to that dog and the fact that you said that the dog's probably tired of your voice. I don't, I don't, I don't know about that. You think your dog uh, uh, appreciates your singing? Does the dog do the the head tilt when you sing? He does if um, if I play like harmonica or something like that. I've just, for some reason, at 37 years old, decided to pick up a banjo, and I was like, I can learn to play this. He makes faces at that, but really, he he sleeps right next to me, and I'm sure you've seen like the live streams we had been doing. He just sleeps the whole time. Nothing stirs him unless it's like the treat jar. Yeah. So, hey, so let's talk about that banjo really quick, just because my dad is an accomplished guitarist. And uh, to watch all you men and women in this genre, because nothing's better than country with that live music. But the banjo, that's a difficult instrument. It is really tough. And I know it's all about the role. And when it comes to like finger picking, which is really kind of mostly how I learned, and it was self-taught. And so I don't have like a real banjo role yet. And I'm trying to like watch YouTube videos, but my fingers, my hand muscles want to do this one specific pattern and it's not the one you're supposed to do. I'm pretty terrible so far at banjo. You're, I think you're only going to get better with time. We're not going to get to see you on, on a tour for another couple months. So you've got some time to practice. Yeah, and I would have to practice a whole lot to do it live, that's for sure. <laughs> Ashley, you're amazing. Uh, we want to wish you a, a, again. We we hope that you get this sucker or, or one of those three. I mean, the odds are pretty good for you. And again, even besides awards and everything like that, you yourself, you're just extremely talented and um, can't wait for more people to get to know you. Thank you so much. K92.3. From backstage to the front page, it's Ashley's All Access. So this is really cool. Blake Shelton, Gwen Stefani, not only just recently moving into a brand new $13.2 million California house. That's not this story. Uh, It's where Blake spent more of his money. And it was on a Texas school teacher that tweeted him about her like school supply list to see if he would help her pay for it. And basically he responded and he said, yep. After having a few drinks, ah, hell, he said, I'll take care of it for you. (laughs) I'm like, how cool is that, though? Well, uh, can we just say this about the country music genre? I I know I say this all the time, but I just want everyone to be aware that when you love country music, it's because these artists are genuine. You really can reach out to a Thomas Rhett. You really can tweet a Jason Aldean, and they will see it. Well, and not only that, so Blake basically shared it on Twitter, and so the entire list ended up getting purchased. Wow. Not even just, like, it's not like he went and bulk bulk purchased everything for her. It's like his fans went he's to help a bridge. his teacher. Yeah, he's a bridge. It was How very, awesome. Yeah, very, very cool. Now, also, uh, just speaking of really cool couples, Luke Combs, you know, he's kind of now become famous for his own limited edition line of Crocs. They sell out like in a heartbeat. <laughs> I mean, his wife now jumping on that bandwagon just because of how successful these things seem to be that they put their hands on. So she's coming out with her own line of Luke Combs merchandise. So it's all on his website. It's all through his stuff. Whoa. But it's basically, it's called like Luke Combs, the Nicole collection. Wow. So okay. women's stuff. Well, well let's, let's spell this out really quick. Okay, so Luke Combs, probably within the past five years, just really, really blown up to the point that he's now sponsored by Columbia. Mm-hmm. Uh, Crocs, you see that everything that, that Crocs works with him on, they sell out. Yeah. So this is very smart of his wife. And, and, I'll, and I'll say this because, of course, now they're husband and wife. Yeah. But I will say this because those of us guys who have really been able to realize that our, our women 
man, they, there's a lot of effort that they put in to make us so much better. Well, and I think he realized, too, that she has an eye for the things that women want to wear and the cool things and the cute things, not just like a standard cotton T-shirt, you know, that sits in your night your pajama drawer. Right. So right. she's got coming out with some really, really cute stuff. So that is out today. You can see it on our Facebook page. And then also had to share this really, really cute moment from Tyler Hubbard of Florida Georgia Line. Unfortunately, recovering from a surgery on his leg after a dirt bike accident. And this is his daughter who left him a voice memo about his ankle feeling better soon. Every ankle feels better and I hope it heals. So they've been sharing a lot of videos like of their kids and Olivia, she is just Aww, adorable. That is cute. You can see this all online at K923Orlando.com. Obi and Ashley in the morning on K923. It's time, time for the O-Town Showdown. Good morning, you guys. Hey, hey. Good morning. Good morning. So what's to understand we've got Brandon representing Castleberry. That's right. Woo-wee. Right. Now, Shannon, where are you representing? Palm Bay. Palm Bay. Love it. All right. So, neighbors, we got a chance to say good morning to you guys. Why don't you guys say good morning to each other? Good morning. Good morning. I love it. So, here's the way the game is played. If you're joining us for the first time, my co-host here, the beautiful Ashley. She's got three questions for you. And the questions, they're not that hard. It is not who's the smartest. It is who's the quickest. Using their sound and having the right answer, that's how you win the showdown, right? Yep. Cool. So let's get some buzzer sounds. This is going to be the sound that you make when you think you've got the right answer to Ashley's questions. Ladies first, Palm Bay's Shannon. What's going to be your sound? Anthony. Ooh, who's that? That's my son. His birthday was yesterday. Oh, that's cool. How old is he? 20. Oh, you got got yourself a man. (laughs) Well, now I have five kids in their 20s. Wow. Wow, Shannon. Awesome. Okay, Brandon over in Castleberry. What's going to be your sound? Mine's just going to be yo, quick and fast. Yo, yo quick and fast. <laughs> yo. Love it. All right, we're ready for the O-Town Showdown. Question number one. The sun rises in the east and sets where? Anthony. <laughs> what you got, Shannon? West. All yeah. right. All right. That's All true. All right, we got one for Palm Bay. All right, Brandon, you need one thing game. Question right. number two. When we used to hold our live events... The K92.3 New Faces Showcase, where would it be held? Anthony. Oh, what you got, Shannon? Cowboys. Yes! (laughs) That is two for Shannon, back-to-back, making her the winner of the O-Town Showdown. All right, Shannon, so this is awesome. Our friends over at BioFit Performance in Oviedo, they provided a one-month trial membership. So they are going to do, like, a new member body scan, small group strength training, group conditioning. Uh, So you're going to get to check that out for free for one month. Okay. Nice. Brandon, we're going to save you for redemption. Uh, but for right now, brother, come on in here for the tear hug, man. Bring it in. Come on. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, he's a squeezer. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, thank you for participating in another edition of the O-Town, O-Town Showdown. Showdown. Woo! Woo! <laughs> K92-3. Doing the right thing. Doing the right thing. <laughs> 
Ashley in the morning. All right, so here we are, just like clockwork, 725 and 925. We always cover somebody doing the right thing. All right, so this one's not going too far, just down to Fort Lauderdale, Florida, and a guy named Greg Young who goes by the Backpack Barber. So what he's doing is really great. He is going around town, Fort Lauderdale, that's what he calls his community, his home, and giving haircuts to the homeless. So the backpack, that's where that comes in. Inside the backpack, he's got hygiene products, things that he takes to people in the homeless there in Fort Lauderdale. But it's his story that's kind of even more inspiring and motivating behind it all. When he was younger, grew up in a terrible situation. He said his mom was never really around, was into a lot of bad things herself. He said he kind of went down that same path, found himself in jail many a times. Uh, Alcohol was getting the best of him. And he said he had no future, nothing at all that he was living for. So he went to barber school, has now owned his own shop, become a real success and like turn his life around completely. Um, So he goes around town. He said sometimes it's that conversation. It's not even that, oh, they need a a haircut because they they actually care about their hair. He said it's the conversation you have when he goes around town by foot talking to the homeless about their stories and kind of trying to re-inspire them. We're still neighbors. We still live in the same community. I try to change that for the moment. That conversation and that haircut can mean the world to somebody that has no faith, no hope, no self-esteem, nothing. Man, so hold on, let me get this straight. So this gentleman who, by the way, worked himself up to owning his own barbershop, now takes his supplies and some in a backpack and takes it around to homeless individuals and offers them free haircuts. Yeah, and he, so he says his shop is right in the downtown of the heart of Fort Lauderdale, and he said that's where a majority of the homeless stay. He says he sees them pass by every day, but he says he sees their struggles because he's been there himself. So because of his experience and how he turned his life around, he's yeah. trying to make an impact on those that he sees. Well, and I, I love stories like this because you, you hope that a story like this pierces into the heart of somebody who's like, man, I've got a really crappy upbringing. I don't really have much resources. Um, and how something somebody like that can still rise Seriously. from a crappy scenario. I know. I mean, just the, the reading of the backstory of how he grew up and then what he went through, you're just like, wow, you know? So Greg Young, this morning, he is getting due. Doing the right thing. The Backpack Barber in Fort Lauderdale. Obi and Ashley's Doing the Right Thing. Brought to you by Bel Air Heating and Air Conditioning. Doing the right thing. On K92.3. Obi and Ashley. K92.3, Orlando's number one for new country. Also giving you that money with a country stimulus stash. And uh, let's do a time check, family. Look at, look at your watches. Look at the time right now, okay? At 8 a.m. is when you get that keyword to text in for $1,000. That's the first time we do it every single morning. All right. Good morning. Good morning. So, Obi, this is really, really funny. We, we talk about a lot off the air, right? Like normal conversations. And then we just think to ourselves, we have to bring this up on the air because it is so relatable and it has to do with a Netflix series. Yeah. So as you're watching a Netflix series and it comes to an end. So say you've invested whatever time it is to get through seven seasons of whatever show it is, three seasons of whatever show it is. What is that feeling? What's that feeling when you come to an end, right? Because don't you, you, A, you feel like you accomplished something major, right? Because you got through it. Uh, And of course, sometimes that could variate on if the season ended really badly or not. Nevertheless, everyone's talking about it and you're like, wow, okay, so we, we watched it, we accomplished it. Now there's the down of, well, what next? Now it's over. 
So you're you're legit though. There's like a sadness that comes with the end of a Netflix series or the end of any series that you watch. And you were specifically talking about it with your wife though because it was something you both could do together. Right. You looked forward to it. Right. And how hard that is to find like one show that you both are into. I think that's the biggest thing. So that's what I want to get to right here is that is that type of a feeling because my wife and I we bonded over Lost. We've bonded over like Grey's Anatomy. That's one of her favorites. Uh, we've bonded over Breaking Bad, The Sopranos, you know, that have really tightened our relationship because, you know, you're trying to rush home, you're trying to carve out time so this way the both of you can watch it together. You know, even when one has to go for a potty break, you, <laughs> you, you, you press pause. pause. <laughs> yeah, you press pause. So you, you kind of, you, I don't know, there's like this fun culture between you and, and your loved one. Well, whenever, I don't think for one second that you could go ahead on an episode without watching with well, them. At that point, you broke the code. Right. At that point, you, you might as well stop the series. Well, and the last one that just ended that you and I, we both watched with our spouses was Yellowstone. Yeah. And so that just happened. And see, even you and I bonded on a, a series. Totally. So what is that feeling? Because right now we're in that in-between where, sure, I can find something. Sure, she can find something. But you know what that does is that separates us. Yeah. Because then she's all into something and she's now hiding in the room watching eight episodes a night, you know, whatever it is. And she wants to go watch and catch up on it and follow along just like you would want to watch. I get it. Yeah. I get it. But I want something that we can watch together. So... I don't know what that feeling is. I don't know if we can get our uh, therapist, our specialist, Chantala, on the air to I, talk I about that. I bet you it's a real thing. Like the end of end of a show type of depression. Yeah. When you've invested all that time. I mean, it's week after week these shows are on. <clears throat> well, and it's funny that you say that because now it's provider after provider that's giving you stuff. So whether it's Amazon that's pumping out new stuff, Netflix, Hulu only, Apple TV. Yeah. Is anybody else there? Has anybody else experienced that feeling? I don't even know what to call it, except like a slight binging depression. Yeah. Let us know. Jump on the K92.3 app. We have a feature there called the open mic. And let us know. Have you had this feeling before? K92.3. Two people. One date. Zero texts returned. Obi and Ashley's second date update. Jackie, glad we could help. Where, uh, where are you calling us from? From Apaka. Hey. All right, so Jackie, uh, let's get right into your story of why you're calling us. Um, well, I work at a flea market. Okay. And I've worked there for 10 plus years. And I have um, always had just kind of a little bit of crush on uh, the leather worker. His name's Paul. The leather worker? And yeah, <laughs> he makes leather stuff. Oh, oh at, cool. the, at the flea market? Yeah, oh, like that's cool. he, he runs the booth with like belts and chaps and <laughs> and like a bunch of like leather wristbands and stuff. Right. Okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, and so I run the booth that with all the like TV stuff that they sell, you know, like um, George Foreman grill and OxyClean and all the really oh, cool. Oh yeah, stuff. yeah, as seen on TV. Yeah. Sure, that's fun. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, it's super fun like you get to play with the stuff all day i love it <laughs> <laughs> but anyway so we've known each other for years and we've always been friendly and we've always been kind of flirty and and finally we um we decided let's go out for drinks but he's not calling me back and i'm like why <laughs> like he's the one who like kind of initiated the date and so that's why i'm a little bit confused so uh, so all we're going to do here is we're just going to try to get a hold of him with the information you gave us in the email and get you two talking, okay? Awesome. Thank you so much. 
All right, Jackie, and it was Paul, right? Yeah. Yellow? Uh, yes, Paul, please. Speaking. Paul, this is Obi. That is Ashley. We're a morning radio show duo here on, <laughs> on the big station here in town, K92.3. So we're on the radio. Hey. Uh, what's, what's going on? We're calling about well, your leather goods. Okay. Do you, you want to purchase anything? <laughs> yeah, what you got? Ashley, <laughs> don't play with him. I okay, might. Paul, here's what's really happening is that we had an individual reach out to us. Her name is Jackie. Apparently, you guys worked together at the market, and you guys went on a date, and now you're not calling her back? Is it about Jackie? It yes, is. and you. Uh, I mean, I don't really feel like, why should I, I mean, I don't even know you guys. I mean, I don't know what's going on here. Totally understandable. So here's what we do on the show. We just try to put people back together, and we're going to pay for you guys to go on another date. Jackie's wondering why you're not getting back to her. Again, it's uh, it's uh, it's between me and her, and her bringing up to you guys about what we were doing. It gives me a reason why I didn't contact her again. Paul, oh. ag again, yeah, I can definitely hear that there's some anger in your voice. Like, we're just here to help. Like, I mean, really, we're trying to put you two back together. Well, uh, she's been dating everybody on the flea market. Um, what? So basically, I'm, I'm, I'm with her at the Moose Lodge, see one of my boys. My boys comes up to me and goes, oh, you're hanging out with Eddie's girl, Eddie, at the flea market where we both work at. Okay. So I was like, oh, that guy. Eddie was her ex, but I didn't know she was fooling around with other people in the flea market. I don't like to swim at pools other people have been swimming at. Oh, so they're okay. not together now, but she dated him, and you don't like that. Uh, you know what? I can't look at the guy in the eyes when I pass by him if I'm dating her. It'd just be awkward. Wow. Okay, so so why don't we do this, okay? We don't want to make anybody feel uncomfortable, so why don't we bring Jackie into this conversation? Because she just heard everything you said. Hi, Paul. Okay. Paul, I don't, I don't understand. Like, I'm not a freaking angel. What, do you expect me to just not have ever dated anybody in the world? And you know what? I have not been around not the flea market. And never you mind about Eddie. Like, he's a bum. Not that. I dated him for, like, two months. It is like that, obviously. I'm just saying, though, you already messed that around with someone at the flea market where we worked at. All right? I'm not into... Oh, my drama. God. You know sue me. We're there all day. I walk around. I see people. I say hello. You expect me to just be a nun? Like, we've been friends for years. Why didn't you get off your freaking butt and ask me out years ago? Whoa. Oh, I mean, it's one of the reasons why I didn't pursue, because I'm a professional... I think you're the lunatic. You're bringing all our business out here right now on the radio when it's just, it's just extra. I'll be honest right now. Hey, extra. You damn well we play the station out there and people are going to hear this. Oh, oh wow. Boy. My folks coming up to me saying, like, what's going on? Guys, so, so we're feeling that there's not going to be a second date, but will you guys be able to at least talk to each other while you're working? I don't freaking know. I don't want to be unprofessional. Just don't come to my booth no more, all right? You know what, Paul? Do me a favor. Just don't do that. Well... Fine, because your booth sucks. Oh. Home of Obie and Ashley's second date update. That wraps up another episode of Obie and Ashley in the morning. And we really want to thank you again for making us Orlando's number one most podcasted morning show. I mean, that means so much to us. And we would be ridiculously silly to not give you the credit for putting us in that spot. Again, you want to find my partner in crime here, Ashley? You can find me on Instagram at Ashley Stegbauer. And feel free to find me anywhere you can search OBDS. And don't forget, we also have an unfiltered version of the podcast, too. All right. 
Well, you be blessed, and we'll catch you on the next one. Woody-hoo!